I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. Yes, the dark evenings are here, the colder weather is on the way, so it is the perfect time of the year for comfort food. And in his latest TV series filmed in his own home kitchen, Donald Skeehan is serving up classic comfort food that he makes for his own family. Think cheesy beef shin lasagna, smoky chicken tacos and speedy pastas. There's something for everybody to enjoy and the great news is a lot of these recipes don't take all day to make, so it's a win. From filming this series in his kitchen, writing a book as well as an overseas move and managing two active toddlers. Life has been very busy for Donald Skihan. Uh, but I, I don't know what it is, but he always sounds so cheerful and upbeat. How are you doing, Donald? I, I'm feeling cheerful and upbeat as much as I can <laughs> after listening to that list thing. <laughs> well, you know, my head is spinning just reading about what you've been up to the last while. You know, an overseas move, a new cookbook which came out in October, filming this TV series in your kitchen. It has been a very busy year, hasn't it? I'm hanging on by a thread at this point. <laughs> but no, we're we're getting through. We're getting through. But no, I mean it's been it's been a lovely film, uh, TV series to film because it is all about comfort food, and you know I think everyone is kind of reaching for that sort of stuff, particularly around this time of year, and particularly with news of kind of you know where we're at with COVID and things like that. I think we need a little bit of solace in the kitchen and a little bit of comfort too. We do indeed, and you know I'm loving this new series. It's on RTE at the moment, Donald's Family Kitchen, which is actually filmed in your kitchen, and it's a fab looking kitchen, by the way. It's hard to believe that there's two toddlers in your house, unless all the mess is out of shot, is it, Donald? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, we press record and shove all the other stuff in the corner. So <laughs> it's, I, I will not lie to you; it's absolute carnage, and so we have to we have to do a mad clean up every time we every time we're filming. Now, thankfully, they uh, they were kind of looked after by um, my family and stuff like that, and um, so we. We had we had help during it, but um, it's, uh, it's normally a bit of madness when they're yeah. here in the kitchen and helping out. <laughs> oh yes, they love to help, don't they? They're at that age as well, you see, where they they're where they're do. loving to help. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the fights over who gets who gets to use the wooden spoon or who yeah. gets to do this. But no, it, I, I I'm always happy that they're interested in being in the kitchen. So and, and I do think it kind of helps with them, you know, wanting to eat food and yeah. even when it comes to dinner time. And I'm sure anyone with kind of young kids will know it's a bit of a struggle most most nights. But I think if you can kind of involve them in the kitchen as much as possible it does help them kind of understand what, what's coming to the place and it isn't a surprise when it lands there you know You're absolutely right and I've done that as well with my own little guy he's five and like that he loves to help but you know help his helping obviously is not help at all and it's chaos as you say but you're right you know introducing him to new tastes and everything else he's more kind of inclined to taste what's he, what he's helping to make which is fantastic um, Now we did talk about this you know it's the perfect time of the year for comfort food that's all we want and for me that kind of means whacking on the slow cooker the best invention that ever came into my kitchen Uh, but tell us about this because you're very much cooking your own kind of family favorite comfort food so what is on the agenda then 
Well, for Wednesday night show, we have all, it's all about kitchen keepers. So it's all about the sort of recipes that, you know, you come back to time and time again. And like there's one in there for uh, bacon and cabbage pasta, which sounds um, awful. But it does. <laughs> especially if you had bad ba- experiences of bacon and cabbage as a kid. But, you know, it, what is lovely about it is that like it uses really good smoky pancetta. It has um, cabbage that's fried off till it's kind of crispy and charred. And then it's creamy through it. And then just popping in whatever pasta shapes you have, it's a surefire winner. It won- it's one that the boys will eat most days. And they won't even question the fact that there's cabbage in it because mm. it's nice, salty and creamy and lovely, lovely uh, textures. But yeah, I mean, the recipes that are in the book are, are all of that. Like, it's all comfort food. It's the stuff that you've come back to. And moreover, when I wrote the book, it was, it was about really kind of pulling together the recipes that we come back to time and time again as a family. And I know, like, lots of people, I, I find myself, you know, even despite the job I do, still standing in the kitchen tearing my hair out going, what are we going to make for dinner? Oh, Donald, so, that's so lovely to hear because that yeah. is the actual bane of my life ever. Every day, yes. Well, it's because, like, and you know, with young kids, like, there's no break from it, you know. I think before we had kids, there was always that moment of, like, you you could cook really strong during the week, but, like, you might order a takeaway or you might, Mm. you know, treat yourself to a nice night out. But, like, you know, for parents, young parents, there's not always those options. So I do think you're trying to keep things exciting all the time. And I suppose with the recipes that I do in the cookbook and on the TV show, it's always about trying to keep it interesting, keep it exciting, not have the ingredients too long, keep the uh, method simple, and, you know, ultimately, hopefully, getting something to the dinner table that everyone will eat. Well, this is (laughs) it. It's no hard ask, you know. (laughs) It's no easy feat. But, you know, you mentioned that uh, you have me, my ears pricked up when you mentioned that pasta because like you're, you're saying you know I'd have a kind of a bad relationship with cabbage but I would try something like this because I am a fan of frying it off and all of that now can does the cream disguise the green of the cabbage inside there because once my kids see green things poking out of stuff they're like they eat with their eyes you know what I mean yeah, no, totally. And, and actually, like, I spend half my life now, like, deconstructing my, my meals and recipes to, like, chopping spinach to within an inch of its life, or even the cabbage there, you know, you, if you have, if they're going to throw their nose up at it, and you know they are, finely slice it and cook it away to, you know, to almost nothing, and okay. it'll, it'll just slowly, and chop it up so it's not big, like, stringy pieces, you know, get, get yeah. it so that they will actually eat it. But I do find, you know, there's another recipe for um, a creamy coconut and lemongrass fish stew. Now, Ooh. that is one that sounds a bit adventurous, but actually yeah. when it com- when you break it down, it's a really creamy, not too spicy broth that coats uh, really nice, tender pieces of fish. And you- it's a really great one to hide in your veggies. So like something like a baby leaf spinach almost kind of wilts to nothing, but it's going to bump up your nutrition content. And, you know, ultimately, like our kids love something with a bit of rice. So I have the rice cooker on. That's uh, If I have the rice cooker on, I know I'm halfway to dinner. Um, I know it's one of those like cheese kind of ing- uh, cheap sort of gadgets in the kitchen. But honestly, for a busy, for a busy house, things like that that make and like you said a slow cooker anything that you can have in advance and I do funny enough I do a lot of my cooking in the morning time for the boys because you know yourself at five o'clock you do not want to be faced with for dinner and the screaming (laughs) No and then you see you're resorting to giving them sort of snacky things to keep them going for for a little while and then they don't have the appetite for the dinner it's all a vicious cycle I understand you absolutely Uh, Now you have included some recipes that originate from Sweden as well that's your lovely wife's influence coming through there I did see a gorgeous image from for the the cinnamon buns are they easy to make now well, so this is the thing, like, uh, you know, the, we, I got to put together, like, my desert island dishes, my, yeah. my desert island desserts and recipes, you know, that come from, from a baking perspective. So, you know, those cinnamon buns, they're in the show on Wednesday night. And then, you know, what I love about them is that they can be made ahead. You can actually put them in the fridge and they'll 
improve overnight. So you can have freshly baked cinnamon buns in the morning. So yeah, no, they're a really easy recipe. If you can nail um, a sweet bread dough, which is very simple to do. I mean, you're just adding sugar to a kind of a yeasted bread mix. Then you're just going to, and actually it's a great one to do with the kids because you can make the cinnamon butter and spread it over and roll it up like a snail and then cut it up, you know. <laughs> okay. I, feel, I feel like a broken record here. I've done it a few times. <laughs> oh yeah, just keep, keep on, keep going, going. But no, I mean, I think from that perspective, a lot of those baking recipes are the ones that the kids love the most and, you know, the results are always great. So, you know, as, as we come up to things like the Late Late Toy Show, you want to be looking and reaching yeah. for those sorts of dessert recipes that you have in your rack that you can throw together and give them a great night, you know. Yeah, and the smell, the smell of that cinnamon in the kitchen ah, is just fantastic, so isn't good. it? So yeah, good. absolutely. Now, look, I have to ask you about Christmas because people will be getting ready for that. And uh, one of the things, like people can pretty much nail the whole, you know, Christmas dinner, I think, at this stage. But w- when it comes to the starters, you know, we're going back to the old reliables like the soups and the prawn cocktails. Is there anything exciting that we can throw out there for a starter on Christmas Day? Well, you know, there's one that I do all the time, and I don't know if it's exciting, and it's definitely been done before, but um, because my wife is Swedish, we try and, in, in, you know, include a little bit of the Swedish inspiration. So we do um, we do really nice gravlax, which is uh, basically cured salmon with sugar, salt, and dill. Mm. And you, the beauty of it is that you can make it, like, about three days in advance. Oh, fantastic. In the fridge, and, I'll, and you can actually pre-slice it before the day, so you're not doing that on the actual day. And make it with um, really nice, um, crackers, these kind of um, they, have, they call it knäckebröd in Sweden um, and it's not Rivita, let me just put that out there <laughs> <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice crisp crackers that you have with nice, a, a lovely kind of horseradish um, creme fraiche and then some dill sprigs on top and it's just one of those lovely kind of light starters that gets you through the day and you know doesn't take away from the mains that are coming your way as well so I think you know keep it simple have something that you can prep in advance and that's a perfect example of one of those lovely ones and if you know forget if you're, if you're not even up to that just grab some smoked salmon and do exactly the same yeah. you'll be fine <laughs> yeah the smoked salmon you can't go wrong and you know for you now you know you're cooking all year and everything else will you still do a big spread for everybody or do you take a day off at Christmas well, it, we always split it. So we're every, well, pre-COVID, we always split it. So yeah. it was one year in Sweden, one year uh, back home. And then obviously we were in LA for a couple of years. So yes. we, had, uh, we had a few uh, Californian Christmases with the boys being born, so we couldn't travel. So uh, it's all been up in the air, but we're hoping, hoping um, we might be able to travel uh, to Sweden this Christmas. Um, so I don't know. And if I do, I, I'm off duty because the Swedes take over and they do a buffet style, which actually Lovely. I would take a leaf out of their book because you end up with all the food prepped in advance. Everyone comes up, gets what they need, and it's all fuss free. So, you know, I think we break our hearts here in Ireland. Yeah, we know, do. Keeping the plate hot, keeping the gravy yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> the Swedish, they have, they, they, you know, they're fantastic for making life easy. You know what I mean? I love they that. Uh, and, you are. know, we, we mentioned the book. The cookbook is out at the moment. And this is very much, it's called Everyday Cook. And it's out since October. This is very sort of easy, practical stuff to make, but with a bit of the wow factor in there as well, Don. Uh, totally. I mean, I think like I'm so thrilled. The book has been number one uh, the last last little while, and it, it has. Just, and I do, and I do think it is because they're easy recipes. They're part. They're going to be recipes that are part of your family's repertoire and the things that you reach for in times of need and desperation when it comes to dinner time. But also the sort of things that you can kind of celebrate with. You know, there's lovely big feasts in there, family feasts, and and really great desserts as well. So it covers all your bases, and it's a lovely gift for Christmas as well. So I, I hope uh, I hope it's in a few stockings this year. <laughs> well, judging from the amount of messages that I. I'm getting in wishing you well and saying that people love you and every favourite TV uh, chef everything else around this neck of the woods uh, yeah it's safe to say that that book will do absolutely really really well Donald it's been a pleasure as always chatting with you thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, really looking forward to tomorrow night's episode but for now thanks a million 
Thank you so much. I'm off to make mince pies. For the oh, lovely. So. <laughs> I'm not jealous at all. Oh, fantastic. We're, we're into full Christmas mode. Thanks for having me. I'll see you not later. at all. Bye, bye-bye. Donald Skeen there. Oh, he's fantastic. It's such a joy to chat to him. Uh, Donald's Family Kitchen continues tomorrow night, RC1 at 7.30pm. And as I said there, you know, and as he mentioned himself, great idea for Christmas. Everyday Cook, that's his latest book and it's out in all bookshops now. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM.